Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Phones to silent, doors to cross-check, hold on to your hats. This is Five Yard Rush, your fantasy football podcast, with your hosts, Stocks, Sparky, Murph, and Nick. Hey, what's going on, Rush Nation? Welcome to the first of this week's three shows. It's pretty fairly exciting. There is not just two of us in the studio this week. There isn't three. No, Sparky has not made a miraculous return. Nick is still earning out cheddar. The boys from Ice the Kicker are here, Tom and Charlie. Thanks for coming in, chaps. How are you? Thanks for having us. Yeah, this is a big this is a big honour to, to come on this show. It's uh, a pleasure. Yeah, we've been listening and now... We are here, and we're a little bit in awe of um, your whole setup. We we need to go back, Charlie, and think about what we're doing. We need more jerseys signed uh, behind us. No, wait, wait, but that's not cheap. Well, this, is it not on the cheap part? No. What, what, okay, neither is the framing, the mics, everything. But uh, yeah, it's genuinely a pleasure to be here because obviously listening to a podcast and then getting to meet you in person, it's it's lovely to spread that good word of the NFL. Yeah, sweet. Well, we're doing two podcasts this week with you boys as well. Oh, Spoiler. Hang on a well, did we sign up for that, Charlie? Oh, it's all right. You don't have you to might, jump. You might not like us after one. <laughs> That's true. <yeah. laughs> Let's see how one goes. Well, we promised it now, so we'll yeah. have to see what happens. Well, I'll give you a get out clause, don't worry. Yeah, okay. through gritted teeth, we'll do that second yeah. one. You can, <laughs> you, can throw, you can throw a penalty flag. I'm going to put injury settlement. <laughs> Just pay you off. We've been cut. <laughs> after one episode. Yeah. Uh, Murph, how are you? I'm really good, mate. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good busy as always so today what are we doing well it's a nice kicker takeover i actually don't like that statement they've come to visit they're not taking over no we're taking part <laughs> taking yeah, part is that's what matters what lou yeah. is saying 
Um, well, well, <laughs> whoa, Chris, have you just called Charlie a loser no, no, straight no. off the bat? I, know, I mean, I was <laughs> losing part. So we're taking, we're taking part. Thanks, Chris. Oh, I would like to think you're under the umbrella of winners. Thank you, know. you mate. And, um, yeah, I'd, taking part's fine, but everyone wants to win, don't they? 100%. That's why we play fantasy football. Yeah. And that's why you boys are here. So we're going to talk about your podcast, do some news, going to hit some top 25 free agents and where we all think they're going if they're not going or whether they're just giving up. And then the boys have got 15 minutes or so to ask us some questions about fantasy football. I haven't seen these questions. I don't know where they're going. No, not here. So here we go. It's just going to be shooting in the wind. So there's no uh, no prep. It's just uh, fly off the seat of the pants and see what happens. Right then. Let's do some news. Does anyone want to start with the first one or shall I just crack on? I think we just get through the first item like as quickly as possible and acknowledge it without passing too much judgment and move on. Okay, cool. There was some news this week. We're moving on. Uh, Robert Kraft has officially been charged on Monday for prostitution and solicitation in Florida massage parlour after the story was reported on Friday. Not good news for Robert Kraft, boys. No, no. definitely not. Uh, <laughs> but like anything, I'm a very positive person. I'm sure everyone else is here, so I'm assuming there'll be a happy ending uh, <laughs> for everyone with this story. This is proof that the Patriots are always going to be chasing rings in the off-season. <laughs> It's literally a pun off now. Uh, no, it's not. It's not great, but I think uh, whatever will happen, it will get sorted out, and um, it has no effect uh, on on the Patriots, does it? They just won a uh, Super Bowl and just proving how strong they are. I do think there's going to be some repercussions here. You, you forget here that the um, Carolina owner or Carolina owner had to sell his team due to uh, prior indiscretions and misdemeanors. So I wouldn't necessarily rule out just yet that mm. he that this is going to be. Something, but it's the second year in a row that the Patriots are going to dominate the combine for all the wrong reasons. After uh, Josh McDaniels decided to pull out of the uh, Colts' uh, head coach job last year, and that kind of dominated the combine. So it's another combine where we're supposed to be assessing talent, and all we're going to be doing is talking about the Patriots. Mm. Mm. I, I don't mean that's to how make, they win every year. <laughs> indeed, I don't mean to make another joke, but after Josh McDaniels has pulled out, uh, there's another situation here. Uh, as well on our hands, uh, but uh, it, it, yeah, it will be interesting to, to to see what happens, and and that would be awful for the Patriots if if Crafty is the Patriots, isn't he? He, he really did bring all their successes. Yeah, absolutely. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, and uh, I've got no doubt that when he's finished, we'll find out what happens. Mm. I think the big issue here here, here is with Craft that the Patriots. They say that they're always uh, favoured, aren't they? No one ever gives them the the proper punishment. They never, mm. they're never in the right trouble. They always manage to swerve it somehow. Deflate and, gate and yeah. Everything. And now with this, like you said, with the Carolina owner, people want to see the same kind of action taken, and this will be the real thing. Because I think they're going to get a lot more hate after this if it's not sorted. Yeah, I mean, the fine's going to be at the minimum. I mean, he's only officially been charged, so. We have to wait and see what happens, how it pans out. We don't know too much about it, so we're all speculating. I think yeah. every 31 other teams are like going, how can we get something out of this? Yeah. yeah, and we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll have more draft picks taken off them because that didn't really work well the first time. So mm. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, We're well, talking about seeing how things pan out. Art Rooney has agreed it's time to move on with regards to Antonio Brown and the Steelers. Now, apparently there's three teams in for AB or Mr. Big Chester's. He's been liked to be called. Who do we think they are? Well, I was a Niners fan. I'm going to throw uh, that hat in uh, cap space. Looking at the teams that have got the cap space to to absorb uh, AB, um, the Niners, and they definitely need a wide receiver. So will it happen or not? Uh, I don't know. But uh, it, he would look incredibly good in that red and gold uh, uniform and playing for the Niners. I believe the Jets are also one team. 
Uh, I've heard a little rumour that the Jets could be. It's, it's very hard to tell the teams because the ones who you could guess and lean towards, it could be someone completely different. But the thing that I find, and I'll put this to you for, is that for someone, for me, AB's the, the best wide receiver in the league. And his production over the last six years speaks of his the most receptions, the most yardage, uh, the most touchdowns in, in career games. And yet, three teams out of 31 have come in for him. That is either a very soft market or they're very worried about the attitude and culture he brings to a dressing room because if it was for me, I, I can't believe it's not 10 teams, 8 teams. So somebody that deals with commercial discussions for a living, when someone volunteers that they're dealing with 3 teams, that says that two things. One, that's not true. Um, it's more than three. They've probably just had concrete discussions with 3 mm -hmm. teams. So just because other teams haven't played their hand doesn't mean they're not in. And two, that is, we've had three discussions. We haven't liked what we've heard. It's a come and get me plea. So yeah. I think they're saying that, you know, oh, we've had three teams already. Uh, who else? Who else? Come on, come to the table. It's Find out what happens. Advertising mm. a game. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. But then that, that, that means they could have had less. Like, we've had three, we want more. That worries me. I don't know, because... They shouldn't need to sell at Antonio Brand. They don't need to keep that quiet. Do you know what I mean? He's the but, best receiver in the league. But he is doing Everyone a wonderful on job of sabotaging his own profile. I mean, he's yeah. coming across at the point now where he's a little bit mad. So yeah. I think that's the... Do you know what? It's, it's interesting. I'm trying to sit there and I'm working out the psychology of what's going through AB's head. Like, why would you go out there and go out with the Mr. Big Chest and dye your moustache blonde and come out with all these outrageous statements and videos and memes and comments and all of this. Like, he's either got to be so unhappy that he's literally forcing the hand of the owners to the point where he's probably gone into a meeting with them and said, look, if you don't trade me now, this is this is a one out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go certifiably, like, mental. He, he, um, he's breaking down his value. That's, that's the interesting thing. He's, yeah. he's chipping away at how much, and, and then there's also... Uh, yet to, to see concrete evidence of it. But in January, there was a misdemeanor that, that's being investigated. So that might bring his value down again. So actually, all he's doing is making sure he's going to more possible teams than, than first thought, well, you've got to have a, a big salary cap. So maybe he's trying to diminish his value so he, he gets to go somewhere else. Maybe, but if, if the Steelers are going to eat $21 million in, in cap space, and that is what it's going to be, I'm going to want a lot. If you think that the Browns paid... Uh, 16 million effectively by getting uh, Brock Osweiler um, for you know and you know for 16 million dollars and that included a first round pick um, or they ate his cap basically that's what the 16 million is and um, at the end of the day that, if that's the value of one first round pick 21 million is obviously worth more than that so that's what a first round pick a second round pick two firsts mm. is anyone going to pay that for a 30 year old wide receiver who might be the best in the game but he is 30 because um, you make comparisons with Amari Cooper, there's, there's there's years, there's fuel in the tank. He can go for a few few more years at least. Whereas Anthony Brown, one injury, is he going to make that comeback? Is he is he still got that turn of pace? Is he still got a yard on 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 the cornerback? I think NFL is the only sport really where age is so massive because thirty thirty one to me is still almost primish. In other sports, you wouldn't say thirty thirty one. They're looking past it. Here we're talking about sort of father time and ageing and it is interesting for all this AB trade just to not completely swerve away from this we also potentially could hear that OBJ's on the market and actually the Patriots really aggressively chased OBJ so much to the point that it, that was what made the Giants think 
hang on a minute, what are we trading away here? We want to hang on to him. And OBJ mm. could be on the, the trading block. I don't know what you guys think about this, but he's someone that, similar in AB in the sense of what he brings to the dressing room and his outlandish ways and he's a bit of a rogue character, but he's a lot younger and he's had to deal with Manning for a few years. And I know what Elon Manning's achieved, but he is sort of on the decline, a regression of some sorts. But if OBJ's there and AB's also there and there's a potential for either, would you go for OBJ over AB? Mm. I don't think he's on the block. I don't, he signed a new deal last year. Yeah. So what the Giants are going to have to eat in dead money and roster bonuses and, and everything else. Nah. There's, 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 there's no smoke without fire though, is there? And this talk always rears its head with OBJ. And he's, and he's, and he's doing another one with the, the social media tweeting saying it's coming out now. You'll all know very soon the truth is near. Yeah, but he signed a new deal last year. So I question how unhappy he is. I don't know what has changed in eight months. From him signing a new deal, so I don't know. I think AB is going to be interesting. I think this is going to play on for months. Don't know about yeah. you, but yeah, too long, really. Chris looks bored already. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not that I'm bored. It's that I own him in too many fantasy situations now. I went from not owning him at all to buying him when he was cheap. We just drafted him in a league we're in because we're building to win now. And he's cheap. And third he was, round. Yeah, third round. I mean, you, you can't. That never happens in fantasy. If AB's at the beginning of the second, you stab, you know, yeah. you take the hand that feeds you almost. And I just, I hope it resolves itself quickly so that he can get into the new team and they can either iron out the kinks they don't like or he can bring to the dressing room. You know, it might be fresh for another dressing room. The Steelers, mm. no one knows what's going on inside that Steelers dressing room. To have the talent like Lev Bell and Antonio Brown to decide not to play for one of the best teams in the league. Mm. There's something going on there that we don't know about. I think that's the big thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and you can see when Mike Tomlin's on the sidelines, they, he doesn't always garner the respect of people who are mm. playing for him. So something's happened there, I think, at the Steelers for you know possibly the best running back and, I think, the best wide receiver in the league to disappear from a team that could win the Super Bowl. If they've got all their best players, they're as good as anybody. Yeah. So I think it would be nice. I'm not so worried about Bell because I don't own him anywhere. But <laughs> for Brown, just go... Personal. Talk about personal Yeah, games. it's personal. Yeah, personal, personal. Games, personal. Yeah. Look after yourself. But, that, that's, but that's where your self-interest comes in and you understand more about it and you, you, you delve deeper mm. to try and get that information. Fantasy makes you invested in oh, players massively. that you would never care about and teams you would never care about. But just to go back a little bit, I think, Chris, actually, even though I first spoke, you've, you're the one that's hit the nail on the head in a sense. Because we, we spoke about Bell for, throughout the whole season. Now we're speaking about Brand, But really, the issue at hand is... What is going on in Pittsburgh? Because yeah, we're not talking about Big Ben. We're not talking about Tomlin. And we really should because I spoke about this a little bit earlier. These, this core, this three players, this nucleus, they should be there for the next five years. You've, you've got the best QB wide receiver running back like trio you could possibly ask for, really. And they're all, they're all going off into different directions. It's crazy. I would be fighting too for now to, to keep them all there. But So there's, there's something wrong. I don't know what we, we, we can speculate, but there's a lot of bad blood in the dressing room, it I'm, seems. I'm going to throw out my first hot take of 2019. It's taken a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's been bubbling. It's been brewing. I, I'm going to make the prediction now that if Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers do not make the playoffs in 2019... Retires slash leaves the Steelers. Big Ben. Big Ben. It's not terrible hot take, especially if Antonio Brown and Bell are not there. Well, well, yeah, not I, I don't see how a 38-year-old Ben Roethlisberger, mm. who has won two Super Bowls, who has played with the best in the generation, and doesn't see that coming through, 
would stick around for another couple of years. He's earned the money. He doesn't mm. need to stick around and potentially, quote-unquote, tarnish a legacy that, you know, of playing with not great talent and tarnishing that legacy. I think he's someone who would say, I've played with the best. I can make an argument for my final season. I'm going to bow out. So that's my first of probably five million hot takes. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree with you. And I think uh, the person who's most excited about this uh, AB uh, a move is the main man, um, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, I think he's he's licking his lips, excited to, to show the NFL and what, what he can do. He now is the replacement. And uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I agree with that. No, I think he, he Then he becomes number one and life is sometimes better as a number two because he found out when AB wasn't playing, he was getting double teamed and I think it, it suits him being the number two. Everyone wants to chase and shadow AB for the game and uh, AB, they're very close. I don't know if Juju's life as the number one fits him over there. I but think he's got no choice in it so he has to step yeah, up. Yeah, he has to yeah. step up and the Steelers are now, as you say, Murphy, like... Ben, what, what what weapons have they got? Uh, you know, rumours that they're going to get a tight end in the draft. You know, wh- how's that going to? Sh- they're they're a team rebuilding, and it's it's whether they accept that by the end of the season if they don't make the playoffs, and they say we really are in re- rebuilding mode. Yeah, and I think that's that's when you say goodbye to to Ben. But I think with Juju, Juju is one of those rare people in the NFL that I think just is genuinely such a good bloke. Yeah, I think he, he genuinely comes across very well. He's I'd have him on any team I'd ever look at because yeah, of the mentality. Personality, hasn't he? But he's got that. But he's got that humbleness, but still the desire to win, and he's got that in the right balance. And I, I think for me, if I'm a player on any team, you might never get on with the best performing player on the team, but I want them there. I yeah. want to play with the best. I want to challenge myself against the best in training, uh, in scrimmages, on the field, practice runs, because that's what drives you to be better. When you instantly become the number one. Mm. and you look behind you and it's James Washington and that's no disrespect to James Washington he's not a bad player but he's not really done much in the NFL today does that make Juju Smith a better player? No Mm. I think you've got to have the best around you and if you look over time Mm. the best players have had the best environment to thrive Tom Brady single-handedly is because you don't rest on your laurels you're never allowed Mm. to and I think that's I think we could talk about the Steelers for Weeks, yeah. It's, well, as I said, keeping up with the Steelers, that should be our reality TV show. It's 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 he, he couldn't cope, and not only that, you never have your best receiver in the slot. You just you don't get your longest yard production from there. Mm-hmm. All right, Doug Baldwin, possibly you could argue for the Seahawks, but then Lockett this year was well, he was a missile, wasn't he? And Russell Wilson pretty much never missed him. Well, yeah. So fifty-seven, fifty-seven receptions. Well, it, yeah, and Baldwin was injured. But apart from that, number one receivers either move all over the field or on the outside you don't tend to get a slot and then I think the same thing for OBJ I think he turned around and saw that they were going to take you know Saquon Barkley in the draft got a young tight end in Evan Ingram they know that they need a top quarterback in New York because that's how New York roll with the media and so forth so OBJ actually might have thought you know what there's going to be a team here you know in 2020 even if they take a quarterback this year in 2019 or go next year 2020 and get one of the studs then they've got an offense and OBJ could think well we could win a Super Bowl here or two so just just on that point this is a slight segue and plugging another podcast. So I was on the All32 podcast last night um, 
and we did a redraft of the 2018 season. So it's, um, Baker Mayfield went at one. So I was on the clock with the Giants at two, and I took Sam Darnold over Saquon Barkley mm. based on the fact that this is a pretty poor class. They're not going to take Kyler Murray. It's not their style of quarterback. It's not what Gettleman's going to do. I'm not even sure if they take a quarterback, even though I mocked them taking uh, Dwayne Haskins. If you gave the Giants the opportunity of a do-over, keeping in mind that Saquon, with all his amazing talent, only got them two extra wins last year, would you would you take Darnold or would you... 100%. I've said it all year. They should have done it. And that is not... And I'm sure I don't need to defend it to you three. That is not a knock, knock on Saquon. And, and it's not to devalue running backs. But we spoke a little bit about this earlier in the fact that you can find elite running backs. Alvin Kamara, Philip Lindsay was undrafted. You can find them a little bit later. And although Saquon, I do believe, is a generational talent. It's 2,000 yards from scrimmage. He's incredible. But... They need a quarterback, and I cannot believe that they not only passed on Darnold, but they passed it on to their neighbours, the New York Jets. I'm, I, I'm, I'm astonished at that, and I think that move, if it hasn't already, is starting to show that that was a grave, grave mistake. And why they won't take a quarterback is because if they do, it's sort of almost the hand that goes, we got this wrong last year, guys, mm. but we're going to redo it better this year. And I think they're going to go, no, like because Eli's good. It's like, we've got to go all in on this mistake. We're owning this mistake. <laughs> we're staying with Eli. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. I don't hate it taking uh, Sam Donald at two, but then I think if you know they came out uh, the year before last with Eli and said, "Are we still?" When they would, they dropped him and then brought him back because Ben McAdoo. Yeah, I, I think taking Saquon at two and then getting a quarterback in the next couple of years, I think you build a better team than if you were to take Donald last year because they needed a running back and they needed a... so if you were going to do two would you take Saquon last year generational talent and then a quarterback this year or next or Donald last year and hope there's a running back in this year or next year that is as good as Donald is as a quarterback in, in comparison mm. 100% would have done that yeah is it, it... just for me it's a no brainer yeah what they've, they've got now a, you know fantastic wide receiver they've got a fantastic uh, dual threat running back and now they need to, to you know, cement that. So I, I've heard they're going to take a, you know, someone on the offensive line in, in, in some description. So so actually, then I've you know been looking. They don't think they're going to take a quarterback. They're just building and, and waiting until there's a draft class with a quarterback that is their future guy. But quite rightly, they just had one they missed. So, so yeah. it seems you, you're doing this all in reverse. And Saquon has four years. Five. Yeah. At, at a push. The average running so back, yeah. you've wasted one. You're going to waste this year. So let's say you take a quarterback in 2020, assuming you have a bad record, right? That's a year they've got to bed in. Mm. That's three. That's three years of primo Barkley time you've wasted. So effectively, for the move to pay off, you've got to get him in year four, year five, where he'll be the highest paid running back in the league, probably. Mm. Obviously, we don't know what happens barring three years injuries, from now, but yeah. barring any injuries or barring someone getting signed to the most ludicrous contract in the history of the NFL. And not only that, OBJ's contract's going to be up then as well. So you know, yeah. if you want to keep him, you're going to have to repay him. And... I just, uh, yeah, I well, know. I take it back then. You've, you've proved the point, man. But that is <laughs> that 100%. That I don't know what the Giants are doing. Yeah, because I... you have to look at the salary cap and you have to see where everyone's coming to that boiling point of what you're going to do. You're going to have to lose players to, to fit everybody in. So Giants organisation, if you decide to get rid of Dave Gettleman, um, my telephone number can be found pretty easily. If you contact <laughs> us on Twitter at 5 Yard Rush and send us a DM, yeah. um, I don't do interviews, so um, I'd want the job. Well, that means you'd leave this. 
No, and no, at the I minute, this is like England's no, no, no. version of around the NFL. No, yeah. no, no, listen to me. I, I, I'll do both. We'll do it in the office. I'll oh. move you all over. Move you guys over. Listen, you have an office seat. I have to ask uh, loved ones whether that's acceptable, but I'm 100% behind that. I'm signed up. My yeah, loved ones agreed. <laughs> Right, there we go. Just to quickly ask, we, we spoke a little bit about Sam Darnold, but what do you make of this whole potentially at the Cardinals? They could, there's a lot of talk and smoke, they, they might go for Kyler Murray. When they have Josh Rosen, and for me, I was so high on Josh Rosen, I still am last year. I, he was, him and Darnold was my, head of Baker, I'll admit it, blah, blah, blah. But what he was behind, a terrible O-line. Darnold will, will progress as well, but I can't believe there's even talk of this. They've there got Rosen in the building. I and think, I genuinely believe that, that there is. I, I think that there is. I just think it's Kyler, Kyler Murray's agent and Kyler Murray's PR people yeah. doing a wonderful job saying, hey, guess what? Kyler Murray is a number one pick. They, I almost have to give credit to people who create something out of nothing. Um, Kyler Murray's a good player. He's probably the best quarterback in the class. He's going to be the most fancy, relevant quarterback in the class. He's going to go top five, I reckon. But I don't see him going to Arizona. I think Arizona, if if he goes at one, he trades out. Uh, Arizona trade out. I don't think Cliff Kingsbury has got enough collateral to be able to walk into an NFL head coaching job, having just left being the OC at USC for about 30 days after being fired from Texas Tech, and be able to say, right, now I'm in the building. Right, get rid of, Dar- uh, get rid of uh, Rosen. Yeah, I don't, I don't like I want Kyler Murray. He doesn't have that. You, you, to have that kind of... To go against Steve Kime, the Bidwells, the whole organisation that's there, and to go against everything that they're building, you have to be someone who has a great track record or someone that's been in the business a long time. So someone like Bruce Arians could walk into a GM's office and dictate. Hmm. But I, I don't think Cliff Kingsbury has the ability to do that. He could bench Don, uh, Rosen, but I don't think he gets the ability to trade him, personally. Yeah, he, he, he might not have the power, but what's the point in getting a head coach? And then if he says, "Look, Kyler's my guy," and he he's on tape saying that, isn't he? He goes, "Whoever's head coach at number one, he goes, I would take Kyler in a heartbeat. I'd do anything to draft Kyler." He's on he's on video saying that, and I know he, he's new. He doesn't have this power, but if you're a head coach and you, you say to Bidwell and you go, you know, Chris, you're Bidwell, and I say, "You've hired me. You've given me a five year guaranteed contract." You have to let me go for my vision. If you want me to lead the Cardinals, and this is really where I think we're going to be, this guy's going to lead this franchise 15 years plus, you have to go with me. There's no point in hiring me. Kyle goes, we have hired you, Cliff, but we need to stick with Josh. I don't Do know, you know I, what I mean? There is a little flip to that, because if, 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 if Cliff's completely sold on it, you know, if you bring an idea now to Chris and you go, this pod, we're gonna take, we're gonna do this for five yard rush. Chris might be against it, but he's like, Murph, you're part of the team. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to go with this. Yeah, but I think I think that's different because you're taking the words out of context of someone who wasn't in that position at the time. It's like me basically talking about it's like me talking about podcasts and I'm not being a host of one, mm. and I'm saying, oh, this podcast is my favorite podcast, and then I go and host on another podcast and then I come out and say... Well, no, the, I'm just the saying hypothetically if yeah, yeah, he really yeah. is in on him. Yeah, I, I think I think this is great uh, work from them and the, and the, the media because we know it's about trading up. So you start saying the Cardinals are going to go for Kyler Murray. Any team that uh, reportedly maybe the Dolphins want a bit of uh, Kyler Murray action, then they will start going, we better trade up because I think the Cardinals, the more they believe that the Cardinals are going to take that, they've got so many holes to fill, I think that would be madness to go for this quarterback. So therefore, for me, I think this is 
perfect. This is why I love it. Uh, the drafts coming up, the hype, uh, smoke and mirrors. Someone will do a ridiculous trade up when the Cardinals had no intention of taking Kyler. And Mahoney. they shouldn't, because I'm so high in you know, yeah. Rosen. But I'm just yeah. saying, there's sometimes no smoke without fire. We couldn't put it past draft night. Yeah, but that smoke with fire is them building a fire to sell their number one pick for a boatload more picks and then stack yeah. their team. It's someone coming along with a 2019 first, a 2020 first, 2019 second, 2019 third, or whatever. And, that, and then that's what you say to your, your new boy in. You say, look, we'll keep Rosen for a year, we'll sell our number one pick, get a 20, 2020 sorry, first round pick, and if Rosen doesn't work out, well, guess what? There's better quarterbacks in next year's class. That's exactly yeah. what you do. They, they, they need to trade. They need. There's too many holes to fill. They need picks. Like, look at the Raiders. They they said that they needed more people, and now they've got three picks in the first round. So I wouldn't be surprised if that goes to four on draft night. You reckon? Okay. Everybody's talking about it, isn't there? I think they move from four. Mm. I think they move from four. I think, if, if for me, if I'm in the tr- the top five right now, none of the top five need a quarterback. Yeah. There's some elite players in there, and blue chip players. The Giants at six are a potential candidate to move up. The Jags at seven. You got a few others: Miami, mm. Washington. Their player, their teams that can consider moving up and taking a quarterback. I think there's a bit of money to be made, but Jags need a quarterback as well. <laughs> exactly that. We'll see what happens. Loads I can't wait. I can't wait for the night. This is when. This is when I'm a Niners fan. So a couple of seasons ago, waiting, and the Chicago Bears have uh, traded up with the Niners, and the Niners fans are like, we're always going to take <laughs> the <laughs> defensive lineman. We were always going to take, and they got Chubitsky. And that I remember, uh, that. I remember Charlie and I were talking about it uh, today, actually, saying how that was the worst decision for the Bears because it costs so much to get that when they were going to get him anyway. But that's the that's the hype and that's the speculation. I'd love to be in the draft room at draft night. I'd, oh. I'd be on the phone to everybody. It'd be, you know Kevin Costner in draft night? Oh, what day, a film. Right? <laughs> It'd be me, but that'd be me 10x. Yeah. I'd literally be doing the number on everyone. I'd, I'd literally be phoning up, promising picks. I'd end up with, I'd probably trade out the first five picks and end up with the rest. That's what I'm doing in our dynasty league right now. In our dynasty league, I've decided I've done I've done the Oakland Raiders. I've blown up. I overtook. I took over this roster. I got rid of Lindsay. I got rid of Cup. I got rid of Phelan. I've got they're the only players on my roster that were worth anything at all. And um, I've just taken a load of. I've got three first round picks next year. I've got two the year after. <laughs> you are you are Bill Belichick. You've got you've got a system. Yeah. I don't have any more to give you. <laughs> you do I'm, uh, we'll, I'm we'll not drafting it next year mate I'm not, no chance you don't have anything that I want now behave I've got loads of players I've got all the young talent in the world that no one else wants a cow called Cam Newton okay how do well, you not want Cam Newton we've still got a lot of news to get through so That's we true. won't talk about Cam today <laughs> there's the timekeeper right there go on Chris That's fine. so Sorry. Cody Parkey's been cut by the Bears they want Robbie Gold back I'm going to fire through these boys John Gruden said he sees a lot of potential in drafting picks. Staying in Oakland, it looks like they're going to remain in the Bay Area for one more year after they've sort of closed near to closing an agreement with the Coliseum and it should be announced by around Friday. Old man Michael Crabtree, according to reports, was told he was being released yesterday. I think, is that actually now? That's yeah. done. Thanks, chaps. Eagles have re-signed kicker... Jake Elliott. Jake Elliott. That big K Murph has confused me a little bit there. Apologies. That means kicker. Yeah, but... You know, Kay Elliott is a, a I was, I was, I'm, I'm just to give away, you know, behind the scenes, I'm reading over Chris's shoulder like a parent doing reading. You, you're smashing it. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I've been told I talk a little fast sometimes when I'm reading. So. No, you're nailing oh, it. No, you don't. I'm not, I'm not anyone to give opinion on anything. <laughs> <laughs> so the combine starts today. We've already mentioned that it's a good thing. There will be one for the OG League next year as well. Murph, it'll be there, depending well, or not. That, oh yeah. there's, there's factors that. 
There's life life issues in the way. That, life issues. Uh, there'll be some scheduling that I can't control. No, no, definitely not. And then CBS's John Breach has suggested Gronk has made up his mind and he will announce his decision soon about retiring or not. All signs point to him coming back. We hope he comes back because we just signed him in our new Dynasty League. In the 10th round! In the 10th round. 10th round. round! I think you would have kept going as well. I don't know. I didn't like it. I thought, you know what? We haven't got a tight end. We're in the 10th round. It's hundred and 118th pick it was. Imagine yeah, I, Gronk in the, with the 118th pick. Incredible. We selected Rob Gronkowski, tight end of the New England Patriots. Love it. You could almost call that like a mini five-head rush miracle in, in the same way that Gronk missed out on that tackle for the Miami miracle. It, it all, it all <laughs> connects. Well, if he, especially if he delivers us the title next year. Yeah. Everyone in the league has already crowned us winners, so I think we should just call the league off this year and just take the title now. Celebrating too soon. Well, you, we're not. We've been anointed. Celebrating too soon. Yes. We've been anointed by, by several else. members of the league. Have already several, said we're yeah, champs, they've already so. said we won the league. They're, getting, like, they're getting inside your head, and that is what I hate about fantasy league. And I hate the WhatsApp group chat getting inside people's heads. Vicious. It's oh, my favourite bit. One other bit of news is that Andrew Whitworth <laughs> is returning to the Rams in 2019. Slated to make 10.3 million with a 500k roster bonus, which is due on March the 17th, which is also St Patrick's Day. So uh, Aaron Rodgers made about 60 million last St Patrick's Day, and Andrew Whitworth is going to make half a million. So chin up, enjoy your Guinness. <laughs> but he's got more chance of getting to the Super Bowl next year than Rodgers does. Ooh, good measure. I'm just saying. They don't want Brown either. Hot take number two. No, they, <laughs> no I, think, I think that's fair. If Antonio goes to the Packers, it's just murdered me in fantasy as well. The worst landing spot. No, he can't. It'll kill Devontae Adams for me. No, you can't possibly have. Anyway, we'll move on. Another water pet scene in the future. Yeah, (laughs) I lost that one pretty bad. But you did get nearly nineteen thousand views on Twitter. That's true. (laughs) Nineteen thousand people have seen me dripping wet. (laughs) God, should we move on to free agency? Yeah, let's do it. So we took um, Greg Rosenfall of Around the NFL. He wrote an article about a week ago uh, relating to the top 25 free agents. He's also released another one with Chris Westling for the 101 best free agents, which they do every year. Um, but we wanted to hit top 25, so we've decided to break this down between the four of us. We thought we've got two experts in the field here, in uh, Charlie and Tom, and thought we'd put them to work. It's not a free ride, lads. Did you did you put the little two, you know, like hyphen for the, the experts which I appreciate you doing that, that no, was, no no I wasn't I, I meant it oh, that's, that's I genuinely when you said two experts I thought you meant you and Chris then <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder how you was going to describe us <laughs> no, I meant you boys but you know don't say yourself short this is your time to, to shine so there's 25 names we're going to rotate them around the table and talk about them and say do we think they're going to get tagged or do we think they're going to sign with a new team do we have any idea that they will be with a new team like what they'll be roughly so it's just a little prediction. We'll see how many we get right. Probably, I would say, maybe three to I'm five. Get, I'm getting my first one right. <laughs> I'm straight up getting it right. Go on then. So I'm starting. I've got Demarcus Lawrence, Cowboys defensive end. They have offered him a tag and he's refused it. Is that right? He has said he will not sign a right, tag okay. under any circumstances. He signed uh, one last year. And nobody's signed any tags yet, as you boys mentioned before the pod, right? Correct. Okay. So I don't think Lawrence takes the tag after saying he doesn't want it, because that would be backtracking and pointless. And... <laughs> I think he goes to the Jets. They need a they need an edge rusher desperately. I mentioned it a few weeks back, and I think he goes there because they've got the money to pay him. Ooh, everyone, everyone worth any money at all is being linked with the Jets. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the simplest way of saying yeah. this team's got money. You could go to the Colts. You know, you could go. Um, yeah, it's it. I don't know because they they they've been hotly tipped in the draft as taking someone. 
who the, the Niners don't take. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Josh Allen, or are they going to go Nick Bosa if he drops, or Quinnen Williams? Yeah, but then you've got, uh, they've already got a nasty defence of safety and cornerback, and then you take DeMarcus, you pay Demarcus Lawrence, and you draft one of the edge rushers, and all of a sudden... I buy, got... I buy the logic on it. I think it's a great move, mm-hmm. um, just whether or not they do it. Well, we won't know until it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a great... I, I can totally see the logic in it. I think that's... Uh... We should end every one that we review in free agents. Well, we just have to wait and see what happens. Get that trending on Twitter. Um, so I'm going second, and I've got Le'Veon Bell. So Le'Veon Bell is not staying with Pittsburgh. That has been a, uh, been announced to the public. What? He is, <laughs> he is free at last. And what I love is he says he's free at last and then everyone started quoting where he's got this quote from. Is it um, Martin Luther King? Is it Kanye West? Is it some other rapper? I don't know. I don't care. Uh, all we know is he is on the free agency market. Landing spot. I think this is tough, you know. A lot of people are talking to him going to Tampa and I don't I don't see it. I just don't see I don't see us buying Le'Veon Bell with the cap and would you like going it? All in. Ooh, hesitation. Yeah, there is. The logical part of my brain says absolutely not because you're talking about paying a guy 16, 17 million and I think there's just too many other positions that we need to improve that the money can be better spent on. However, having not seen a decent running back since Doug Martin, and I put decent in air quotes there. Steady, else, steady. Doug Martin was, you know, an important part of the podcast puzzle to start with. And he's still, he's got a place in the, in the Wall of Fame. I think. Well, he will have when you sort yourself out by a frame. <laughs> That's Peyton Barber. Oh, yeah. All right, he's rubbish. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you bought me the jersey. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber, completely different kettle of fish. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think Le'Veon Bell is going to go to the Indianapolis Colts. I don't hate that. Just for money, I think they're in a win-now mode. I don't know if Chris Ballard is going to do it. He's quite a logical man. But I think, do you know what? If you want to sell extra, extra mm. tickets in Indy, get Lev Bell in. Um, I don't think they're a million miles away from challenging in the AFC. Um, they got to the playoffs. They made so many great you know, advancements on the line. It's, listen, someone's going to have to pay the money. And I think, why not? If you're going to do it, I love it more if you're going to contend than if you're just going to be a nearly run. Colts for me. Bearing in mind who they've already got, their running backs. Yeah, but I don't think they're anything special. And I think if you're thinking about taking some pressure off Andrew Luck, I mean, he did a lot of it on his own last year. Mm. I think, yeah, if you bring in Lev Bell there, I think you're just going to give more weapons to more weapons to him and you're going to give yourself more time, more scheming opportunities there. I just think he gives you a bit more dynamic play structure. I, I don't advocate paying the guy. 17, 18 million, but then I also don't begrudge anybody who gets any money that they can talk themselves into and deserve. But um, if, you, if someone's going to do it, I'd rather it be a team that's in win now mode. And I think the Colts are closer to that than, say, the Jets and the Buccaneers. As much as that pain me to say it. Murph has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You're definitely doing our voiceovers. Yep. <laughs> I've committed that on tape now. So you know, that's it. It's legal. Yeah, I had a uh, Clowney at number three, Texans, linebacker. And uh, this is. I'm torn on this one because Texans have a lot of cap space, uh, but I I feel that they would want to sign him to a long-term deal, something that Clowney would want, but on a on a cheaper 
rate than he's going to possibly want or need. And they have a lot of players to play to pay. Sorry, they've got JJ Watt, Deshaun Watson's going to need a deal soon. So they've got the cap space to do it, but it doesn't mean they want to start throwing money away. Silly. And I, the deal that he's going to want, I don't think the Texans are going to offer. And I don't think he's just he could possibly have one more year on the franchise tag. So if they franchise tag him, I think he stays. But if he, he doesn't want, if he refuses the franchise tag. And he doesn't want it, but he won't get the long-term deal that I don't think the Texans would give him with his injury problems. I think he does move on. And I was thinking about this a little bit, because uh, they can't pay everyone the Texans. And the two places I come up with, I thought, one, I'm going to go half-sensible, and one I'm just going to throw out there. The one half-sensible, the brands have a lot of cap space. And John Dorsey likes to make a splash. And I thought that he could possibly end up there. But that would be uh, in the same league. But then I thought, thinking of the same league... I thought the Texans could franchise tag Clowney, then trade him for one of the Raiders' first-round picks because they've got three. They need a pass rusher. They gave away Mac, and we see Clowney at the Raiders. That is really wild out there. I love that. I so love got that. My back. Thanks, mate. But uh, yeah. So, so, so wait a minute. So they've traded two picks to lose Mac, and then they're going to trade one back to get Clowney. I said it was a bit out there. No, 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 but, I mean, no, 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 but I, no, I'm working it in my head, because that's logically, it makes sense, because effectively you've gone from Mac to Clowney, which isn't a big drop-off, and yeah. you've gained a pick. Yeah. And I mean, you've got a younger player. There you go. Well, he's not younger. No, but I mean, and he has a lot that's of injury problems. But, I mean, and it, it could be one of the lower picks, not the full, I don't think they'll give up the fourth, but if they give up the, the 30th, or was it, no, we've got the 30th. I think it's the 20th. But yeah, something around. 28th, 29th. Yeah. So it could happen, and then they've got him on that franchise tag deal, and then they can rework his deal and give him the money because Raiders actually have a lot of cap space. Because I, for some reason, even with all the Texans cap space, I don't think they want to pay Clowney with his injury history, and they've got what on the other side. Something just tells me, and I don't know why you should never base on one game. But you know when they played um, the Colts in the playoffs. Nelson absolutely run over Clowney. He didn't get near anything, and it just made me go all of a sudden. If they're watching that, that that film, I don't know if they want to pay him this off season because Colts are in their own division, and if he's going up against that twice a year, I don't know. Maybe that's I'm looking into it a little bit too much, but he's still a freak of a talent. Yeah, incredible. JJ mm. Watt's the man at the the Texans, and they're not going to get. He is Houston, so there's no. They're going to work out a deal to keep the biggest name in in that building. But it's nice having Clowney and JJ Watt, isn't it? Could yeah. be worse. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and no playoff wins. That is true. Mic drop. Moving on to four. Uh, that would be uh, Senor Deacon here. He's got Nick Foles, uh, the quarterback, uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Um, yeah, so uh, we know that Carson Wentz is the man at uh, the Eagles. So 20 million is the cap hit for them, roughly around there, for Nick Foles. I, I don't see him staying and I don't see them using that franchise tag. They're going to they're gonna get what they can for him. There's too many teams in the NFL that need a good quarterback. Dolphins need him. Uh, the Jags need him. Washington have unfortunately losing uh, Alex Smith uh, for some considerable time, maybe forever. Uh, so I think there's, there's too many teams that will want Nick Foles, but obviously it's, it depends on who fits his play style. Um, but in times of gone by with Nick Foles yes he's a Super Bowl winner but that team was ready to, to go the, the Eagles so when he made a big move initially um, I think it was the Rams uh, he didn't quite deliver and so I think someone's going to have to choose very wisely but you know what you're getting you're getting Super Bowl experience and more of a locker room man so I, I, I'd 
if I was to hazard a guess, I'd say the Jags were going were to go for him unless they take someone in the draft. But it's a big splash, but definitely better than um, Blake Bortles. That was pretty obvious to say that, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it's but cool. you know, but I think it was. I'd argue one of us is better than Blake Bortles. But... <laughs> I throw a tight spiral. There you go. So yeah, there you go, Nick Foles. I like Jags. It. Sunny state as well, Florida. Good way, to, good way to finish if you're going to... Are you worried about his tan? Do you think he'll like... If you're right there. No, you get funny grill. <laughs> but, you know, anyway. Do you think he'll like London? Uh, Nick Foles. Um, he might do. Uh, has he played uh, in London? Well, he would have been travelled with the he, Eagles, wouldn't he? Yeah. But he but didn't I mean, play. I mean, I mean when, when the Jags move here in like four years. <laughs> I'm assuming he's still going to be here. I'm throwing hypotheticals out there. I, I, I went recently to one of the NFL roadshow uh, tours and um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's hilarious. What a dude. Um, when a kid must have been about 10, stood in front of him and asked him that question. Will we see an NFL team here in London? Uh, he said, I hate to break your dreams. Um, so uh, he, he doesn't see that happening. But I, I like the, the theory. It would be nice to have a uh, an American team over here franchise. But if they are, I think Nick Foles would have retired by then. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know what? We'll wait and see. <laughs> we'll, we'll just have to, won't Hold we? on to your hat, sports fans. <laughs> so I've got five. Grady Jarrett, defensive tackle from the Falcons. I don't see him getting away. He's too good. Rex games. He's improved every year. They need all the help on defence they can get. I see him staying, being tagged. Tagged or signed? Uh, 25. I don't know when his rookie deal was up. Is this the end of his rookie deal? Yeah. Or maybe tagged. Okay. Maybe tagged for one year, see what they get. And... Fair. I think, yeah, I don't I don't see him leaving unless they've got... They've already let quite a few people go, so I think if they were going to let him go, I think they would have done already because they've just let three or four leave the building, so... And their kicker as well. Just yeah, Matt Bryant. Matt Bryant. Cap space. It's all about cap space. Come back to the Buccaneers. We can finally end that, that curse that he uh, he, yeah. he placed on us when we let him go the first time round. Oh, I've got a rumour. It was a voodoo dog. It was a voodoo ship. He just had oh. the ship every time that cannon <laughs> fired. Well, he, just, he was phenomenal for us and we let him go and then... No, no, you've got, you got a good second since. round pick coming up. Don't you worry. No, um, listen, <laughs> I didn't even mind it when we did it. I was like, yeah, why not? Get the best ever kicker in college history. Yeah, I was excited about it. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um... Right, I got Trey Flowers. Trey Flowers is currently at the Patriots. I don't think he stays because the Patriots don't tend to overpay players. Um, I think he should, but they're not going to. So he is going to go and join his good old friend Matt Patricia with the Detroit Lions, and they are going to pay through the roof for a elite player who is going to improve them, not one bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I, I think he improves them a little bit, but he's a great player. Um, I know there's a lot of teams that would want him. The Browns, uh, definitely a, a landing spot, I think, would, would make sense. But I just think that connection with Patricia will be a little bit too strong. And Patricia's going to want his own guys in there. Um, he's playing for his own career at the moment. So mm-hmm. um, why not go with the guys you know rather than new guys? It makes your life a lot easier. So I see them paying him a boatload of money um, to join them. And, I, yeah, I mean, I don't think it makes them a playoff team. I think they need a lot more pieces than that. But... Hey, he's a great addition to to any squad. What, and they get rid of uh, Ziggy? Yeah, well, they they make some moves and add to depth, but I just think, I just don't think, if you're back Patricia, you want your own guys, and that includes players, and if you've got the opportunity to take one of the best players you've ever coached, why wouldn't you? I think the GM was at the Pats as well, wasn't he? Quinn before, so yeah, Quinn was there, so yeah. Connections to England, yeah. I think it makes sense, it's just... It's one of those that makes almost too much sense to where you maybe you want to guess it, but yeah, I think I think Trey Flowers to, to the Lions is going to happen. Who's got ET? Me, number seven, Earl Thomas. Uh, I'm glad I got him because he is my he would have been my number one on the free agent list. I'm 
the biggest fanboy of Earl Thomas. He's the best safety in the game for me. I think, uh, as Chris said earlier, he is a game wrecker. He's a game changer. He can be an elite difference maker. He just he's wherever the ball is, he seems to be. And and apparently they say there's no one who studies the film and gets the film more than any other player the Seahawks have ever seen. He knows what he knows all the he knows all the uh, the plays. He knows all every the little. Sort of nuances like yeah, what the quarterback he knows what they're doing before they've even done it. Apparently, it's incredible, and I just think he's definitely moving on, as we know. Because if the Seahawks were keeping him, they would have paid him by now. There's been a really bad blood fall out there with the, the flip of the bird from the from the sidelines, and he's he's moving on. The Seahawks don't want to pay him, which is crazy to me, and especially when you're in a division with the Rams, um, and they got the cap space as well. Yeah, so and it's really I think it's a whole culture change for the Seahawks. The old legion of uh, Legion of Boom, or now the Legion of Doom. Um, so yeah, so they got rid of Sherman. Now uh, Thomas is on the way out, and it, he, clearly there's a connection with the Dallas Cowboys. It seems that this is where it's heading. There's a marriage there. Uh, he was only pictured the other day in a, a Longhorns uh, uh, t-shirt. So he wants to go there. They do have the cap space, but I heard that the Cowboys weren't going to be very active in free agency. Again, it could be a little bit smoke and mirrors. But I want to see him at Green Bay. We we need safety bad. Uh, Mike Pettin was a, um, a defensive advisor over at the Seahawks. He knows Earl Thomas. There's a connection there. He's a game changer. We have a very young secondary. He can completely mentor that team. We've got the cap space. The injuries don't bother me. If he's if he's there for one year, two years, we're we're all Green Bay. All, I say we like I'm uh, on commission. Um, uh, they're they're in a win now mode, Green Bay. You know, with this, with this, they've got uh, the window that's closing all the time with Rogers. I would, I would pay Thomas what he wants and uh, get him in there. So Green Bay would be an ideal destination, but Dallas pretty much looks set. Fair. Well, I've got the uh, the DF, the D Ford uh, outside linebacker for the Chiefs. Uh, I'm going to make this very short and quick. Uh, he will be at the Chiefs next year, no doubt about it. Whether he's tagged. Or they can work something out. He's too good. Uh, it's a position uh, everyone knows is that speed kills <laughs> and so and dominates. And he's got all of it. What a player uh, dominating for them. So uh, he'll be there next year. Um, but Tag I th- or resign? I mean, um, I'd love to be in that room to try and work out the, the the contracts and everything. I think if they can make the contract done, they'll do it. Uh, if not, they'll be able to see if he can repeat it on, on a tag and then maybe sign a contract after that. Yeah. Don't hate it. Seems to be a, a top 10, everyone's good defensive end-wise in this top 10. There's, there seems to be some absolute beasts. And I've got Frank Clark of the Seahawks. Normally he'd be sort of top three guy, but there's too many good defensive ends that have pushed him down. He's not as good at complete in the game as the players above him, but he's got 32 sacks and 66 quarterback hits over the last three years. But then, like Charlie said earlier, the Legion of Boom, tearing it apart do they get rid of this guy as well spend the money elsewhere on a complete rebuild or do they keep somebody who can maybe mentor the guys coming I don't know I'm going to go with get rid just because I like the whole complete rebuild thing to where I can't say the Jets I've said them you have to wait and see Chris that's exactly it <laughs> let's wait and see I've got no they're going to take all the defensive ends 
We, we, but we don't do just, hot takes, we do warm takes. We're just going to wait and see and we're going to discuss it. We'll it. discuss it at a later pod date. This <laughs> is Luke uh, warm. Uh, but it's interesting that the, the top three agents are, are all defensive, which is what the draft's all about. There's a comparison there that you're like, do you want someone who's proven or do you want to... Does that weaken their market though? Because you, know, you could possibly be drafting yeah. similar players even though these are proven guys. Does it mark in their, um, weaken their market values? But then, but then if you are ready to go now, like this team is ready to go, like the Colts got to the playoffs, are they ready to go now? Let's go all in like we saw with the Rams are they ready to go if they've got the quarterback in place by taking on someone in free agency that, that's got the minerals let's use that expression uh, or you take someone in the draft who's good but not quite ready yet and, and it's a bit of a gamble it's, that, that's uh, be, and a lot cheaper and yeah. don't forget if you're in win now your draft capital isn't as strong therefore you're not getting the elite guys in the class mm. so people like the Rams used free agency to put together their Super Bowl team um, they didn't really use the draft to add those pieces. Well, they actually done it through trades, didn't they? A lot well, of it wasn't for well. energy because they traded for their players so well that they actually still got a lot of comp picks yeah. because it wasn't through free agency, signing big free agents and losing free agents. It was done using their draft capitals. Quite wise. Well, they still signed this, a few, though. Yeah. Sue and a few others. So, yeah, but it was. It was all acquisitions with active players mm. and I think that's where the market for these guys is going to be and DEs do get money. So, be interesting to see where Clark lands. Um, I think he could... I think you could end up in a few places, to be honest. So uh, I think that's a really hard one to call. But I also do think the Seahawks could could throw something at him. I think um, he gets big money at Seattle. I, I think he could. I, I don't think they want to let too many pieces go on that defense because that really kept him in games last season. I've got Landon Collins. Landon Collins is going to stay with the Giants. No, he's not. Uh, <laughs> he's not staying with the Giants. He's already cleared out his locker. He's left some bits behind. Someone was kind enough to ask him if he wanted those bits and he said no I took everything that I already wanted out of the rocker so um, he's clearly leaving and the landing spot for him will be my Tampa Bay Buccaneers the Buccaneers actually inquired for him on the trade deadline they inquired about how much uh, what would be, what would be the price Jason Light was thinking a fifth maybe a fourth the price was quoted a second and he was like nah it's okay you don't walk away from that discussion and then think, oh, I'm just never going to sign him again. The opportunity to sign him comes a few months later. Yeah, it just makes sense. I know he got an injury. Um, the only reason they don't take him is because of the, sh- the shoulder surgery he's had. If they don't think he's going to recover from it, or they think that's going to hold him back a bit, that's the only reason they wouldn't sign him. Or they get massively outbid like they did for Jarrett McKinnon last season. So um, they're the only two reasons I couldn't see the the Bucks landing him, but I just think it's you got previous interest. It wasn't that long ago. You've got a, a desperate need at safety. It's so big, it's ridiculous. It just ticks all the boxes for me. Slam dunk. <laughs> you used that yesterday, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you might. Have. Yeah, they're, they're, like a three-pointer. I've got, I, I've got to suggest some chaps. Seeing as this has been so much fun and we have rattled into the time, why don't we just do a bonus pod now for this week? Oh, thank you. Because I'll be honest with you, and this is a little insight into me. I really need the toilet, so this is perfect for me. I can hold on. As Charlie has told me off today uh, when we were recording our own podcast, that I need the toilet too much. So I'm bearing that in mind that I'm just I'm, I'm sharing unnecessarily. Cut this bit out. That's fine. It's staying in. <laughs> it's staying in. Sharing is caring here at Five Yard Rush. Well, Thank you. Love so it. I like that idea, Chris. We Thank can you. do the next 15 plus your fantasy questions and then we'll do your one and Antonio's going to turn up at some point and my wife's going to divorce me all before 9pm this evening but <laughs> as we've said before fantasy football's love how does that sound? It's <laughs> perfect amazing deal right then boys shout out your pod this is the first one of the week give yourself some air time crack on alright so uh, myself and Charlie 
uh, a part of Ice the Kicker podcast, uh, which is normally ready for dropping on a Tuesday every single week. It drops uh, just like that. Yeah, which is perfect timing. <laughs> that, that we didn't even uh, practice with Murph, but he just nailed it. So he's just slam dunked, shot a three-pointer, and he's right on sound cues as well. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, we're, 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 as, as you can probably guess, we're massive NFL fans and... Uh, Every week we have a little bit of news, insight, fans questions and try and keep that conversation going around the NFL community, talking about all 32 teams. So it's not just our teams. Um, and yeah, we, we're, we're loving this process. We started last year. We're on season two now and that felt so good to, to write that in, in our tags for our podcast. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's basically a bit of everything and, and our passion is hopefully there for everyone to listen to. No doubt. Where do we find you? Well, we know where you are, but where do our listeners find you? Uh, I'm right next to you, Chris. Okay. Um, and, uh, but also... Tom's just here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We're, we're on pretty much everything. I don't think there's a site that you can't download or get our podcast. SoundCloud? We're, we're there. We will be uh, when I get yeah. back home. <laughs> yeah, you can find the podcast, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Acast. As we found uh, out today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, SoundCloud. So we're there, the, all the main ones. Check mm. your best link uh, yeah. at Ice the Kicker Pod. Yeah, we were very insistent. Searching that, it, put spaces. That there's something for everyone, and then um, or, or whatever you normally listen to your podcast, and also on our Twitter, Ice the Kicker Pod, uh, which is where Charlie mainly keeps that conversation going, um, and on Instagram as well. But do you know what? There's, just... there's basically a sprinkle of everything. We get guests on. It's a little bit light hearted. It's a little bit fun. The only thing we don't do is fantasy because if you want fantasy, thank you. Get that at five yard rush. Sorry, I was and reading my notes here. I didn't. The end didn't... of the pod. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for you guys, boys. Yeah. Thanks very much. What, what, what do we offer that the other podcasts that don't uh, include uh, fantasy uh, is? I don't know. It's a bit of honesty that, that we are just NFL fans that are just you know talking about the thing that we love. Um, so yeah, and well produced content. Oh, oh, geez, that's man. too. Uh, hey guys, seriously, stop. It is, oh, it's it's well produced. You enjoy it. Um, Definitely give it a listen and follow. We wouldn't have you guys in the studio if we didn't like what you did. So, a lot of love. A lot but, of love but, in the room. But that's the Too nice thing fun. about the NFL podcast, is I'm sure the listeners right now are listening, going, oh, I listen to this podcast, or I listen to this other one. But actually, you like the people, or you like what they're about. And then, and that's why we were more than happy when Charlie was like, do you want to Do you want to go? I won't reveal where we are. Do you want to go to that location? I went, what? On a Tuesday? Oh, it's Five Yard Rush. I went, those boys have helped us out and, and spread the, 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 the conversation around the community. So, we were more than happy. Love it. So I'll also tweet out a link from our Twitter to where you can get downloaded. I do tweet out your episode every week. Um, so no, you do, thank if you you've much. missed it on Twitter, then join it. But I'll also add it to Facebook. With that being said, Mash Nation, Tom desperately needs to use the toilet. We've got more podcasts to record. Tom, Murph, Charlie, I will see you on Thursday. Mash Nation, until then, keep rushing. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.